Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news, movie news, and streaming news from around the industry. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Show. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into the latest box office news and giving our review of the newest episode of Moon Knight. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Pondex, for sponsoring this episode. Pondex is the hottest new tool for podcasters to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, let the content roll. Get yours today at Pondex.com and use code Larry21 for 10% off your order. And now on to our first topic. Fantastic Beasts falls short of expectations, but wins Easter weekend at box office. This weekend's box office numbers have brought some good news and bad news for Warner Brothers. The new sequel, Fantastic Be- Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, opened domestically with a haul of $43 million, enough to put it into the number one spot at the weekend's box office. As the film cost a hefty $200 million to produce, these numbers are well below what the studio had been anticipating, setting the new record for the lowest grossing premiere of any film in the Harry Potter franchise. When factoring in worldwide numbers, Fantastic Beasts 3 is up to 193.4 million, so the film is not a total dud. Even so, a premiere that sold fewer tickets than expected, coupled with lukewarm reviews, might convince Warner Brothers to pump the brakes on the Fantastic Beasts series. There had been preliminary plans to make at least two more films, but as this was dependent upon The Secrets of Dumbledore doing well, Fantastic Beasts could end up concluding as a trilogy. Reviews that were less than stellar did not help, or did not help the film, I should say, at the box office, and it's possible that many filmgoers, boycotting the movie for one reason or another, also tarnished its theatrical run. There had been many of J.K. Rowling's critics who had sworn not to watch the film, 
due to her involvement after she had made controversial comments about the transgender community. Meanwhile, many Johnny Depp fans protested the film when he was asked to resign from his role as Grindelwald. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 fell by 58% from its opening weekend to Poland 30 million. It opened with 71 million, almost 30 million more than Fantastic Beasts 3. The Bullock and Channing Tatum adventure in the Lost City is still hanging on with $6.5 million haul. Rounding out the rest of the top five are the new action flick, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which has garnered near-perfect ratings at Rotten Tomatoes, followed by Mark Wahlberg's new film, Father Stew. Morbius and Ambulance, both movies that perform below studio expectations, follow in the next couple of spots. Meanwhile, Spider-Man No Way Home is still hovering in the top ten, now in the number ten spot with another 200k to toss on the pile of profits. The film has managed to pull in more than 1.8 billions worldwide since premiering in December to become one of the highest grossing movies ever and the highest earner of the pandemic era. Batman was not too far behind and it's now still collecting more millions as well with another 3.8 million. As always, you can get more details about these numbers from the numbers at the-numbers.com. And now on to our review of Moon Knight, Episode 3. The third episode of Marvel's Moon Knight, The Friendly Type, winds up feeling like a puzzle-solving diversion for the most part. And that's a bit frustrating considering there are only six of these bad boys in total, and we're halfway through them by the end of it. But we do get to learn some key information about Mark Spector and Layla during the events that play out, so it's not a total loss. We begin by focusing on Layla, Mark's estranged wife, and Khonshu's preferred choice for a new Moon Knight avatar. Layla is getting ready to re-enter Egypt after a decade away. She briefly touches on what happened before she left. Father died on an archaeological dig, but Layla has precious little information about what exactly happened on that fateful day. If you're a fan of the Moon Knight comics, this is probably the full confirmation you needed that Layla is the MCU's reshaped version of Marlene. You may also have some ideas of what happened to her father. Meanwhile, the Golden Scarab Compass leads Arthur Harrow to Amit's tomb, and his followers begin their dig. He's aware that Mark is tracking him, but he doesn't really give a flying fig. Harrow is confident that the arrogant Khonshu will somehow mess it up, and sadly, he's not entirely wrong, is he? In the city, Mark fights some punks on a rooftop for morsels of information about Harrow's whereabouts, and we get a strong daylight look at how Oscar Isaac's Marvel Studios fight training has paid off. Pretty good. We also establish that, although Mark can be a brutal mercenary, he often stops short of being deadly with his human combatants. I suspect this information will become very important later down the road. When Mark threatens one of the men with a knife to the throat, he sees Stephen begging him to stop in its reflection. He then flips into Stephen and leaves the scene with the men allowed to walk. Mark takes over again, fighting back Stephen's incursion, and resumes his pursuit. They're naturally confused. You just let us go, man, they complain. That wasn't me, Mark replies, before getting a nasty blow to the head. When he awakens, Mark is covered in blood and has killed some of the men in a remote location. He blames Stephen, but Stephen denies causing the bloodshed. And this time, we believe him. We don't get to meet the mysterious alt responsible for the carnage in this episode, but is it premature to assume that the missing Jake Lockley identity from the Moon Knight comics 
is already alive and kicking in the recesses of Mark Spector's mind. Mark thinks the other gods and their avatars should be summoned to take stock of Hero's plan to raise Amit. But Khan Shu isn't too sure about the plan, mainly because they can't stand him, and they'll be eager to imprison him. Still, Khan Shu brings about an eclipse to catch their attention, and Mark makes his case, which requires him to be possessed by Khan Shu. The scene is one of the wildest that the MCU has ever dared give us, treading a truly wobbly line between funny and unsuitable when paired with the unsettling nature of Hero's defense. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. The show was clearly not afraid to go for broke in pursuit of its vision, but it was frustrating to watch, not just because of its uneven tone or because its confrontation with Harrow in front of the gods should have been a slam dunk, but also because it was gaslight o'clock with Harrow using Mark's DID as a weapon. The whole scenario also kind of proved Harrow's point, that maybe some people should be taken out of the equation before they commit an atrocity, not after as the gods demand. By some people, I mean his diabolical ass. Failing to get on the good on the gods' side, Mark is forced to find another way to move forwards. He reunites with Layla and pushes her away emotionally before they attempt to acquire a sarcophagus clue under the watchful eye of notable thief and Marvel villain Midnight Man. Things fall pretty quickly, fall apart pretty quickly, I should say, and Layla and Mark end up battling Anton and his goons. It allows us to get a better picture of how badass both Mark and Layla can be, and therefore why Kachu has become so keen on Layla being Mark's successor. Harrow also toys with exposing a big secret that Mark has been keeping from Layla, and I assume we'll get more clarity on that later from Mark himself, since it appears to be weighing on his soul quite heavily. Ultimately, it's Steven who becomes the key identity, helping to turn back time on the night sky to pinpoint the location of Ahmed's tomb. Khonshu helps Steven complete the task, knowing he will be imprisoned in stone by the gods for doing so. After a pretty well-paced and character-focused episode last week, the friendly type was a step back. Now that we've gotten to know Steven, Mark comes across like a bit of a tool and is a little hard to root for. The Midnight Man fights was also pretty underwhelming, never really making enough of Anton's character so that he was anything more than an end-of-level boss that Mark and Layla had to beat to solve a silly map puzzle. How will Mark, Steven, and Layla fare in their quest without the protection of the Moon Knight? I'm looking forward to find out. Hopefully there'll be a bit more momentum in next week's, or in, excuse me, this week's episode. Let us know in the comments section below what you think of Moon Knight. Are you a fan of it? As always, give us a thumbs up if you like the videos. And finally, our Pondex segment. Today's question is, would you rather drive a creepy ice cream truck or the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile everywhere you go? I'm going to go with the Wienermobile because I feel like more people would call the cops on a creepy ice cream truck than the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Wienermobile. As always, be sure to subscribe to the channel. Give us a thumbs up. Hit that bell and, um, bell icon to be notified of future videos. And if you want to support the show, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinnamon gold. Your support helps the channel grow. 
We thank you for watching and listening, and we will see you next time. You have been watching the Cinema Gold Show. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold Show. Find us on Instagram at The Cinema Gold Show. And on Facebook. Facebook.com slash The Cinema Gold Show. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.